0: I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings.
1: Hold up.
0: Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Wow, wow, wow. I had the opportunity to share my gift with Michelle. Apparently, Michelle got on Hey Spirit by entering a raffle that I donated a reading to for charity. It's always what I say. You never know what's going to happen. To watch. I mean, when you guys really listen to the beginning of the session of me like explaining like what it was like for me, and I get to the other side, and there's all these souls trying to get through the doorway, and this one soul just comes forward— And then to have something happen that I felt was the real reason why Michelle won that reading, where Spirit had a huge hand in that. And Michelle received some powerful messages for her husband. So I hope that this reading was able to heal and help her husband, who wasn't even in on the reading, to help him in his healing process. I hope you all enjoy this amazing reading on Hey Spirit today. God bless. I love wreck being on. <laughs> Are you? No, don't be. Don't yeah. be. And that might be why I was like kind of kidding around, just having a little small chat. I always feel like Spirit always like, kind of prepares for for someone's session, you know. So uh, sometimes I come into the Zoom and we just get right down to it. Other times it's like, okay, what are we going to talk about? What did you do last night? What did you do yesterday? You know, how was your weekend type of thing? This is literally, Michelle, just going to be like, we're having a conversation. You're going to be looking at me, but it's really going to be like you're having a conversation with your loved ones that have passed away. And I think that's the thing that I love about what I do and how I allow the souls to channel is because that's what people say. They're like, I feel like I just had a conversation with my dad. I feel like I was just talking to my brother, you know, and that's really, you know, what I want. I want want you to feel comfortable. And it is nerve wracking, if you might want to say, you know, this is something, it's a, it's a bag of emotions, but I can guarantee you, your loved ones are going to give you exactly what you need to hear today. They always do. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how but they always do <laughs> so how did you end up on Hay spirit I always like to know how someone ended up on Hay spirit
3: a friend of mine we had a fundraiser for her and oh. um I won I won the um this uh hey spirit gift certificate
0: oh how nice how exciting see these are all great things that I'm able to do with my gift is to be able to give back. So I'm very, very excited to have you on today. This is very special. All the, the readings are special, but I love when someone wins because you're probably going to say, I never win anything, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Never But win. look at this. Look at this, right? Whoever would have thought. <laughs> yes. No. So I always say our loved ones always have a hand in that as well. As I was giving my speech to you, I felt there were three souls, like, trying to fight to come forward. It was almost like I saw these three souls, and they're, like, trying to push their way through this, like, doorway. I just refer to it as a doorway. So I don't know if there were three souls that you were hoping to hear from today, or there were three main people that have passed away for you, but I feel this fighting, trying to come through. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about who's the young soul that is departed? Young for me is anyone that left the physical world before we feel their time. Um, I had a cousin, Jason. Okay. Was he, though, more like a brother to you?
3: He, he was, uh, yeah, he was everybody's little
0: brother. Okay. And then yeah. there were like parents with him on the other side. So if they're not your parents, then it would be grandparents. Do you understand that? Yeah. Validating that he's not alone on the other side. Do you understand that? Yes. Now, I don't know if this is who you were hoping to hear from today. No. Yeah. How would I know that? Like, this is the <laughs> He literally looked at me and goes, Teresa, how would you know that? I go, because I watched you. I felt you push your way through the door. <laughs> he's like, she didn't tell anyone who died. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's how it works. <laughs> and I feel like he's like like mind blown, like he's going like this to me. Would that be his personality?
3: He was, he was such a sweet soul. He left um, a young family behind.
0: But it's just validating, like he's blown away by this. Do do you understand that? It's just, I want also spirit to use their personality the way that they were before they got sick or before they tragically left the physical world. Do you understand that? So we do not remember them suffering ill or that they're not okay. What I love is what he did is he showed me these other souls, but pushed his way through and made himself present known. So you know how strong his soul is. So you know that his soul is with God. Do you understand that? Yeah.
3: We never stopped thinking about him.
0: He just told me that he left suddenly. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. To validate that his soul, even though he left the physical world sudden. And unexpected or quick, however you want to interpret it, his soul has found a place with God. Now, who is the mom that is departed for you as well? Lost uh, grandparents. Okay. So no, because he keeps bringing forward other souls. And where does the father figure come in as well?
3: He lost his father and his stepdad, you know.
0: So know that they are all together on the other side. Because they all pass differently. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, yeah, everybody passed differently.
0: He said to me, he goes, You know that movie Teresa, All Dogs Go to Heaven? I go, Yeah. He goes, All souls go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so know that the souls are all together. Can you connect with the number three? Here, show me the number three. So I don't know if he has three children, if it's the month of March or the third of a month.
3: Yes. Um he had three children. Okay. When he passed.
0: So validating that the souls are at peace and more importantly, that he does watch over the children. Do you understand that? Yeah. Who passed from the chest though? <clears throat> Did someone pass from the chest? They they just labored my breathing and had a difficult time taking a deep breath. So that's my symbol for that. Someone left from heart lungs or chest, but I felt this like almost like an impact. So I don't know if there was a blow to the chest, or if it was just a sudden heart attack.
3: My uh, grandparents on my mother's side, um, my both passed away from heart attacks. Okay.
0: Now did someone also lose a
3: son? Jason was the son to his uh, His father passed
0: away young and his, and Jason passed away young. The young soul actually said to me, please tell them we have the child with us. So I said, okay, so do you know someone that lost a child? I don't care if it's someone that you work with. I'm
3: trying to think.
0: Because he keeps showing me this car accident. Okay, I'm going to pass on it. I, I, I don't want you to worry about it. It could be something if, say, someone else connected to his family that, because no, I felt removed from you. That's why I said, do you know yeah. someone from work? Do you understand that?
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. I mean, my line of work, I see people die all the time in car accidents and babies and stuff. So.
0: Okay. So let me ask you this. I've never had this before. So bear with me. I'm going to do the best that I can to interpret it this way. Was there a young man that had no family or no one there? I'm going to say at the hospital, I'll just interpret it that way. But you stayed with him until he died.
3: It happens all. It happened all the time. I, yeah, I do ER trauma, so it happened happened a lot.
0: This is my symbol. When a soul puts me, and I don't know why this is, I have this car accident, and I'm on the front lawn by myself, and I'm just holding someone. It has become my symbol for that somebody did not have family around them, and I'm a stranger. And I sit with them and I hold them and make them feel safe. And I literally feel like I'm having a conversation with this person. So I don't know if it's something that you recall or one has stuck out in your mind. I feel like that the soul is stepping forward and thanking you for that. Because I wasn't afraid to die because of what you did for me. How do you connect with the number 10? Does Jason, is he gone say like 10 years or is one of his children 10?
3: You know, I can't, he's got to be gone 10 years now.
0: I don't know how, are you still connected to his wife? Yes. Okay. Because he just said, please tell her that I have continued to watch over the family over this decade. And I have not missed out on any of the milestones. So whether if there was like a graduation, someone went off to college, whatever it may be, milestones, whatever it may be. And more importantly, I don't know, is she remarried? Yeah. Okay. So know that he supports her decision and her choices and is happy for her that she found happiness again.
3: That sounds like something he'd say,
0: But he made me feel like it was a different kind of happiness. It was in a good way. It was almost like everything that he couldn't give her, she has now. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's what he meant by the different kind of, of happiness. Why does he make me feel like... Who feels that they could have prevented his passing?
3: Well, I always wish I was involved more to prevent it being in the line of work on them.
0: Now I know why. Because I'm like, Jason, I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> why are you like bringing forward all these people? You bring forward this, this person that steps forward and is thanking Michelle for holding them and making them feel safe because they had no one around them. He literally said to me, he goes, let me channel the way I want to channel. I go, all right. I go, but I'm finding it a little odd, but now I understand it. But what I love is how he validated this first. You understand that? (laughs) Of how, I guess because of the line of work that you're in, whatever you do, you can see signs, whatever it may be. He says, I do not want you to carry a burden, any type of negative emotion connected to my departure, a feeling that you should have or could have been able to prevent it. Look at the work that you've done. You have helped so many people feel safe. (laughs) He says, and I want to thank you because you were always there for me. He says, and I don't want you to feel that you should have or could have done more for me. Um, And then he said to me, or found me better help. So I don't know what that means. <laughs>
3: because they live upstate in the country and and I like I took his mother down to Sloan Kettering because she had cancer and she survived it. So I just feel like my family up there, I could have if I brought him down here, the medicine would be different.
0: He said, My free will choice. He said, Please always remember as tragic as it was of me passing away at such a young age, fair enough. He says, I died on my terms. And then he looked at me and he goes, I don't know if I ever could have survived what I had. He's very private. So did he not talk about what he was going through, what was going on? Oh, he had diabetes ever since he was a child. But did he not talk about it? No, no, no. So I'm going to say this actually you know Michelle one of my symbols for when a soul wants to take responsibility for their departure and they die on their terms is my symbol for they show me if someone was when i look at them and they have chocolate all around their mouth it's my symbol for that and and it doesn't matter what it is sometimes people that actually take their own life or they place themselves in a situation that causes their departure. My symbol for this is that, and I use the example, if I was diabetic and I ate chocolate every day, like no matter what you did or what you feel that you could have done would not have changed the outcome for me because of my free will choices. It doesn't make things easier or better, but I don't want you to feel that you should have pushed harder, done more, or saw the signs, whatever it may be, if you live closer. He says, I want you To know, I knew that you were always there for me. Because every time we spoke, you always said, if you need anything, let me know. Is that correct? Yeah. He says, so I knew that you were always there for me. He says, and I do not want you to feel that you could have made things different for me. Because I literally feel like he... And I don't mean this in a negative way. Like, he's stubborn. Like, he's going to do things on yeah. his, okay, you could give me this medicine. I'm just hypothetically saying. But I'm still going to have my Hershey bar with almonds every day. Like, I'm not, or I'm going to still have wine every night. Like, I'm not going to give up certain things. Do you, you understand that? Mm-hmm. I want to also ask you this. Was there something, though, with the medication besides that you feel that if he had differently, he he would be different? Because he just took a medication bottle and threw it against the wall. That's my symbol for where the medication either wasn't working, he wasn't taking it, or wasn't taking it properly.
3: It was a complication due to, to the diabetes. Okay. That killed him.
0: So here he is taking responsibility and saying, and then show me this medication bottle and throwing it against the wall. So was he not doing what he was supposed to? Was he not taking the medication? Did he take it improperly? Whatever it is, he says, I take responsibility for that. Mm. Were you just with his family?
3: Yeah, I'm always with his mother.
0: I just asked him to validate that I interpreted correctly. He goes, Teresa, please. They're always together. They're always talking about me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I always talk to her.
0: So know that when you talk to her, whether you bring him up or whatever it is, he says, I want you to know that my soul is present for these conversations. Where does the daughter come in? Did he have a daughter?
3: Um, Yeah, he had um, two daughters and a son. Okay.
0: And did someone just graduate or was there like some type of big celebration?
3: Yeah. I feel like
0: that the kids are close in age. Like I almost feel like they're triplets, but they're not.
3: No, they're just very tight family. Oh, okay. They're very close family.
0: I love how he made me feel that bond. Like I literally felt like they were like triplets. Like to make <laughs> me feel this close bond. So there had to have been some type of big celebration because he keeps showing me on how there, there, there was this celebration, but then they all got together and they all did something in honor of him. So whether if it's when they get together, they, they cheers him, they salute him, they release balloons, whatever it may be. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah, his his wife is incredible. She, even though she's married, they still talk
0: about him and still celebrate him. And- Perfect. He goes, yeah. He goes, my wife's new husband. That's all he hears about is me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she she never let him go. It's so nice because I feel like it's this conversation that every it's so easy to talk about. But does she have children with her new husband?
3: Yes, she has one child. Perfect.
0: So know that he is a huge part of the family, supports all of the choices and decisions, and thanking them for continuing to celebrate him. Are you married? Yes. And your husband is still here in the physical world. Are his parents departed?
3: Um, His dad is departed. Okay.
0: Because I saw this father figure before, and I kept looking... And I was like, why? I go, who's this man? And I keep feeling I'm going to go to the opposite side of the family. And I said to Jason and then your grandparents and all, I said, well, who's this? And they said, oh, they're from her husband's family. (laughs) And look, your husband doesn't have to believe in what I do. That is not what this is about. (laughs) Because I felt like it was important because his dad made me feel like that he needed Jason to know that there were no regrets. Do you understand that? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So I don't know if he wasn't able to see him before he died, if there were things that he wished that he was able to tell him. Because when a soul holds my hand and whispers in my ear, it means that we wish that we were able to say something or do something before our loved one left the physical world. So know that there was nothing left unsaid and that his dad says, I do not want you to carry any burden, guilt, or anything connected to feeling that you should have, can, I don't, was there a separation between them? I don't know if it was geographical, communication. Because uh, yeah. he just said to me, uh, Jason just looked at me, he goes, you just stepped into a big can of worms, Teresa. I go, what are you talking about? And then I look back at his father and he showed me East Coast, West Coast. That's my symbol for separation. Do you understand that? Yeah. Now, this is your husband's business. It doesn't, I don't need to know why. Separation could be emotional, geographical, communication, whatever it is. His dad stands here today and takes responsibility for his part in the separation. Do you understand that? That would be good. (laughs) Does not want your husband to carry the burden of feeling, I should have reached out more. I should have said something. I should have called. Maybe I should have tried to, whatever it is he, your father-in-law made me feel like he made things very difficult at times for that to even happen. Do you understand that? Yes. When a soul says (laughs) that they're sorry, it means that they had to relive their life through our eyes. So his father had to relive his life through his son's eyes to feel what it was like for your husband to feel disappointed or not feeling supported by his dad, whatever it may be. And your father-in-law's soul stands here today and says, for that, I am sorry. I am sorry that I was not able to be the dad that you needed me to be at times. Please tell my son that he is twice the father and husband that I ever was. Now, this does not mean, Michelle, that your father-in-law was not a good man. What your father-in-law is acknowledging is the man that your husband has become and truly sorry for his choices. He's not a man that is very forthcoming with his emotions. I literally am like pulling it out of him because your grandmother just told me that never in a million years would you ever expected your father-in-law to step forward and more importantly, give the messages that he did to your husband. It's true. I asked your father-in-law, I said, why at this point was it important for you to do this? And he said, because I watched what my death and my relationship with my son that I had, what it has done to him. And it is literally like it eats him. No one would ever know it by looking at him. You would never in a million years think that, is that correct? Yes, And there is no way in a million years that I would know any of that. Is that correct? That's correct. Because I keep hearing, he's never going to believe this. He's never going to believe this. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, listen, if he just takes what was given to him today, he doesn't have to believe in mediumship. I don't care if he believes in what I do. I want him to believe in an afterlife. And to believe and to know that his father's soul had to relive his life through his son's eyes. And because of the lessons that he learned, was able to come through and say that he's sorry. And I'm going to say this, Michelle, I really feel like this is the reason why you won this reading. (laughs) We
3: didn't have good closure with him.
0: He takes full responsibility for his part. And I'm not going to say, look, this doesn't mean that he was 100% wrong and everyone else was right. But I feel like what he's also taking responsibility for was that I can see now the situation that I created and what it did and how things got from, can I use the term, a mountain out of a molehill?
3: Yeah.
2: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart a better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com.
0: This show is sponsored by Better Health. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heyspirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Help dot com slash hey spirit. Now, your husband have siblings? No. Okay. The reason why I asked that was because your father in law looked at me and said he made me feel like he was an only child, but there I felt there was something to it, and he said to me, "I want my son to know that he was the." most important thing that I ever did with my life. (laughs) Now, I don't know if there were other people involved in his father-in-law's life. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because I said to him, why did you make me feel like he wasn't the only person in your life? So it was almost like he was trying to show it to me as if there were other children. It's not that he... Didn't love him as much as anyone else. It was different. Does that make sense?
3: Um, well, he has, like, cousins.
0: That were closer to your father-in-law than, than his own son.
3: Yeah, at the end, yeah.
0: Okay, that's... Just so you understand, I wanted him to validate why I felt like... Because he, he literally made me feel like your husband was an only child, but literally the words came out of my mouth was, does he have any other siblings? Because I saw and felt there were other quote-unquote children. Do you understand that? Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if then there was argument or, or disagreements about certain things and wills, and I, I don't know what happened. But he's making me feel like I am sorry, but more importantly, I need you to know that my soul sees and feels and knows that you were the most important thing that I ever did with my life. And I am sorry I was not able to express that or show that to you here in the physical world. That's nice. Now, who smoked? Was that the grandfather?
3: Yeah. Well, they all smoked back then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they stopped the grandfather was big into uh, the pipes because I smelt this strong cigarette and I felt like he was very I don't know if he was closer to his grandfather or his grandfather was like a father to him do you understand that because I felt like he was protecting this whole thing and every time I asked for a validation the grandfather steps forward and shows me the validation
3: yes definitely he was definitely closer
0: To validate that he says, I want to thank you for keeping the things, my coins, the things that have no monetary value. Know that thing, because I feel like your husband feels signs from his relatives that have passed on, but he would never tell you. (laughs) He would never, (laughs) never admit to it. (laughs) But I feel like his grandfather just totally threw him under the bus with that. (laughs) I don't know. who Did someone have the miscarriage or a termination? Um, my sister had a miscarriage. Okay. So no, again, I asked them to validate again that I interpreted it correctly and know that your grandmother stepped forward holding a blanket, which is my and did not hand me the blanket, which is my symbol for the child did not get the opportunity to walk here in the physical world and that the soul continues to grow on the other side. Is there a wedding coming up or like someone like a big I feel like a wedding or someone just got engaged?
3: Yeah, my daughter.
0: (gasps) No way! So know that (laughs) they're so excited about the wedding, knowing that the souls attended it in spirit. I also don't know, is there an heirloom? Like, I don't know if it was like your grandmother's ring, because I I don't know, because your grandmother's the one that told me about the wedding. (laughs) Yeah, we're all excited about it. Because I feel like it's the first thing in a really, really long time that we have to be excited about. Do you, you understand that? Yeah. And just so you know, Jason is like the ringmaster over there. He's telling <laughs> which souls to come forward. Cause I go, Jason, I go, I thought you were going to tell me about the, the Miles ones. He goes, I got to let everyone get a chance, Teresa. Everyone's <laughs> over here. Everyone's <laughs> chomping at the bit. <laughs> <laughs> so why I asked you if there was something from your grandmother was I saw this very like antique engagement ring. And then she showed me a cameo. So those are my symbols for generation jewelry. So, I don't know if it was something that you have, maybe your mom has, but somebody was thinking of giving to your daughter as something to be carried down within the family or for her to wear the day that she gets married. We haven't even gotten to that stage yet. Oh, is that new? Uh, Yeah, it's in October, the wedding. These are the things that I love when spirit kind of brings up things and... We we really don't know what it is. And then you go talk to, say, your mom, right? Your mom's still here in the physical world. You talk to your mom and you're like, and and your mom says, you know, I was thinking that I was going to give her my mom's engagement ring or I was going to give her, you know, her mother's ring or a cameo, whatever it is, it's something, a piece of jewelry that I felt was from your ancestors. Now, that doesn't mean that she gets to keep it. Maybe it's just (laughs) for the day, whatever your mom decides. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just love when souls bring up things to validate that they know what's going on. They are a part of our life. And more importantly, we'll be part of the celebrations. Is your daughter the oldest? Like, like the first granddaughter, like she's yeah. the first child. Okay. Yeah. Because it was so good. I never saw this before. So I'm, I'm going to share this with you. I typically don't share personal things. But she showed me. Your grandmother, it was almost like the bond that you had with your grandmother and then the bonds like with your daughter that she has with grandparents. And they just show me that that generation thing. It's almost like she feels like your grandmother feels like it's her daughter. But meanwhile, it's her great granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yep. But it's just it's just acknowledging that bond. I had the same bond with my grandmother. To have that is really, really, truly special. Yeah, she's she's very close. My my mother. I heard something that you always have to have a good pair of shoes. So <laughs> I don't know if that's something that her mom. Oh, you know, like you could have one pair of shoes, but they got to be a good pair of shoes. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Or unless if that's something how you feel or whatever, I don't know what it is. Um, but I and I don't know why this is important. I don't even know what this means. I saw like um. Uh, we all know about red bottoms, but this was a blue bottom shoe. So I don't, I don't think anyone makes a blue bottom shoe. I don't know. So who knows if your daughter's like, I was looking at blue bottom shoes. You know, I was thinking <laughs> of doing for something blue or wearing blue shoes. I don't know. I, I never saw it before. So I always say, this is why I'm good at what I do. Cause I never, just because I don't have a meaning for something, I still say it. Now I'm going to ask you this. Is Jason's dad passed as well? His yes. dad is passed, correct? Because I yeah. watched the father figure come and stand next to Jason. And I watched them standing there and they looked at me and they said, and they handed me red roses. So red roses is my symbol for where they want to hand roses to a mom. So know that this is their way of sending. It could be love and devotion because that's my symbol for red roses and or an anniversary or unless if she carries a special meaning for red roses. Those are just my meanings for it. But I loved how his dad stepped forward with him and decided to hand the red roses along with, with your cousin to his mom. Oh. So please know that they send their love to her, and they want to thank her for her daily prayers.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I have to say this, Michelle, because when I first got over to the other side, I saw all the souls and, and I watched the way your cousin pushed right through to the front. And maybe that was why you wanted to win this experience or why you entered. Is that correct? To, to have this chance.
3: Yeah, we, we always missed him. We didn't get to say goodbye to him.
0: And here he is giving all of these beautiful validations, but by him bringing forward your father-in-law on something that you didn't expect, never in a million <laughs> years. Never. Because <laughs> I think it's something common that people might say, we didn't get to say goodbye, right? Mm. And this is why I ask spirit to do these things that are so crazy like here he is bringing forward your father-in-law to validate that nothing is left unsaid did his dad pass after him
3: no he passed tragically before him
0: because they just made me taste blood so i don't know did they pass pretty quickly together or like there wasn't a big span in between
3: there was there was a big span in between he passed the dad passed young and left him
0: young this is why I interpreted this way. I want to explain it to you. Cause you might be able to, I started tasting blood and I said to Jason, I said, why do you keep making me feel this tragedy, this tragedy, this tragedy? And then he said to me, Michelle always promised me after she found out that I died, she told me that she was going to take care of my mom and to watch over my mom. <laughs> is that correct? And his father stood right next to him. So usually when souls, when they don't separate, usually it's my symbol for that the message comes from both of them. And I felt that there was one right after another. So I'm going to interpret it this way. But not only was the dad's soul there to greet him, but the message came from both of them. So I don't know if you even said that to his dad, Don't worry, like, to a family as a whole, don't worry. I will watch over her. I will make sure that she's taken care of.
3: Yeah, I I just felt like I had to because, you know, I was here and family, no one else is nearby. So I wanted to always take care of her.
0: For Jason and for her husband. Yeah. Because I said, why would I interpret it that way? So validating for you that nothing is left un- unsaid, they heard everything that you said and your promise you exceeded any expectation that they ever would have had of you in taking care of their mom and I feel like then your her husband looked at me and goes, "She still looks so good, my wife
1: she't <laughs> she, does. Everything she looks fantastic. that she
0: after everything that she's been through, like her hair's always done. She's always dressed nice. She carries herself with such dignity and grace.
3: <laughs> yeah, she looks fantastic.
0: Yeah. And he looked at me and I, I looked, I looked at her husband and he had a tear in his eye. And I said, what? I said, what is that? And he said, Teresa, this is tears of happiness, joy, and such pride. He said, because I don't know if I would have been able to handle what my wife had to endure.
3: Oh my God. No, yeah, definitely. She's been through so much.
0: And for her husband to acknowledge that I don't know if I would have been able to do what she's been able to do. And still, I feel like she's still there for everyone and wants to do for everyone else and do for herself and doesn't want to be a burden to anybody. (laughs)
3: yep she's a lovely lady lovely lady
0: (laughs) so no i absolutely love what just happened on to show on how even though your cousin's dad passed tragically years before he died they made me feel as if time didn't stop like it was like one right after another in that His soul was there to greet Jason's and they heard you and they're here to thank you for exceeding their expectation of watching after their family. (laughs) Something always happens in someone's reading where I'm completely blown away and even blindsided sometimes. And the fact that your cousin was able to bring forward your father-in-law And deliver these messages. I feel like it's going to be a lot for your husband to process a lot. Yeah. But I feel like that this was such a gift for him. So I hope he's able to take what was said here today and apply it to the healing process. And I think that it's not so much about your father-in-law, but it's about your husband about your husband to be able to forgive the situation so he can heal. You seem more relaxed. You just seem, you know. <laughs> but I think that comes with a, of just that validation of knowing that there really is an afterlife or, you know what, it has to be something. They're all together. They know of all these things, and there's something so peaceful about that, Right.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah! I can't yeah. wait to tell everybody.
0: Amazing! I just watched Jason. He just said, "Oh, he's like, oh my god, we forgot this one thing," and I'm like, "Oh, what did we forget?" He's bringing forward this. I feel like it's a mother figure. So I don't know if it's a grandmother, but I feel like whoever this fundraiser was for, that how you ended up winning this uh, reading from mm-hmm. through charity. I feel like. That person, I feel like that her loved ones are stepping forward.
3: Uh, That would be nice.
0: Watching over her and saying, we are here loving, guiding, and protecting you from the other side. And it's almost like I feel like she's been given a second chance and to really live life.
3: Oh my God, yes. Yes, she has.
0: Really live life to the fullest. I don't know if she was protected in an accident or if something with an accident helped her. I I don't know what this is. I felt like that there was other protection of like, and that even though awful things happen, good things come out of tragedy. And I felt like that she was being supported by the other side and encouraging her to live life to its fullest. Don't feel guilty about a second chance at life. Enjoy it. Embrace it fully the way that God intended you to live your life.
3: Yeah, you know, that would be her. She, she enjoys life now. She, she's been through a lot.
0: Awesome. So know that her family is supporting her with that. And I don't know what it is. I keep feeling like there's people in your reading that they're like strangers. Mm. So I, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it is has to do with your work, if it has to do with your friend. But I feel like that there's just this loving support from the other side. But I don't even know these people. And thanking you. <laughs> So however you can interpret that, (laughs) you really had a very unique and a powerful and a truly, truly amazing experience today. And thank you again.
3: Thank you so much. Thank you. You have such a gift. Thank you so much.
0: I do. I'm very, very lucky, very, very fortunate. And then to be able to share it is just a completely different level.
3: Hi, Michelle Ehlers, um, I live in Massapequa. It was nothing I expected, um, I was very touched. The situation with my husband's dad, he passed away and we weren't on good terms with him. So that was, that was something no one really knew, except close family. Our family was just traumatized when he died and he meant so much to our whole family that we didn't get to say goodbye to him. We, we miss him so much. She's so calming. She she just makes you feel at home. So I don't know. It's it just, it was peaceful. Like, I just, I feel a sense of calm. My father-in-law coming through, we would, I would never have expected that. That was a shocker. <laughs> I'm so honored that she read for me. It just, it means so much and what peace to me. And I can't wait to tell my family about it.
0: Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at teresacaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.